Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only John with Get Cut Fitness. John, what's going on today? Happy Monday, brother. How you feeling, man? Hey there. Uh, feeling good. Yeah. Happy Monday today. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you being here. We look, we're excited to have you on. And, you know, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with Get Cut Fitness here, you know, first, we want to give you the floor here and give the viewers a little perspective on how you, in your own words, describe Get Cut Fitness and what you guys do. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, Get Cut Fitness is, is definitely on the more boutique style of uh, training. We do small group sessions, small group personal training, and then semi-private. Um, and then we do a lot of nutrition as well. We also have a, a smoothie bar, a, a fully integrated smoothie bar into our facility. So, you know, our members kind of come here for their one-stop fitness shop, right? So, um, you know, if they're wanting to do a, a group session with a trainer, and when I say group, you know, that's typically four to eight, four to 10 people or so. Um, or more of the semi-private, which is, you know, kind of your more traditional personal training model. They're, they're, they're definitely looking to us for, you know, motivation, um, obviously program development, um, and, you know, obviously more than anything else, results are a big part of why our clients come here. Yeah, no, I love that. That's awesome, right? And I think that's the biggest thing. And I love how, how realistically you put the clients at the forefront, right? really goes yeah. to show that you're, you're in it for the right reasons to, ch- to change lives and help people. So that's yeah, awesome. for sure, for sure. And so, you know, diving right into it here, John, um, you know, h- how many members are you serving currently? Uh, we're servicing about 160 members right now. Our model is, you know, um, look, we're looking at, since it's a more the semi-private, the small group, we're not looking to be, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of members. Um, you know, we were about 5,000 square feet uh, facility. We just moved from about 3,500 square feet into this facility. Um, and the, one of the biggest reasons for the move is we were kind of tapping out our um, our space before we we uh, we moved. So, you know, 3,500 square feet, uh, we were about 150 members or so. And just really running into space issues, you know, uh, really trying to run the programs that we wanted to run in that facility size. And so we moved to about 5,000 square feet and have done well. We're, we're growing. Um, we have, you know, plenty of space now. And we're really looking to expand our membership base to, you know, getting close to 200 mark is kind of where this facility would, would tap out. Um but, you know, that's, uh, that's just one of the goals, you know, just always growing new members isn't always our number one priority, you know, obviously moving was, was a, a big deal. And, you know, after that, it's, you know, kind of getting our systems better and really integrating the, the members to the new space has been a, a big priority since the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's awesome. And congratulations as well. Oh, and so, you know, for you, John, I mean, what's been the best method or best practice to get new people through the door? Oh, goodness. So yeah, I mean, that's like uh, always the number one question of, of, of gym owners and fitness business owners, right? Is like, you know, how do I get, uh, how do I get more new people in the door? Um, 
you know, how do I expand my marketing? So uh, there's a couple of things that I've really been focused on over the last few years. Now, believe it or not, um, you know, new member growth is is one of like the three buckets like we 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 work on, right? So new member growth is one. Um, obviously, the other bucket, the other two buckets are uh, getting our members to come more often, right? That's huge, and then uh, getting our members to uh, you know obviously uh, spend more every time they're here. So that's huge. So you know, even though new member growth is definitely something that is, um, uh, you know, uh, always a big drive. It's not necessarily our, our number one concern um, all the time. But I would say when you're focusing on all three of those buckets, um, new member growth is is makes it is a little easier. So one of our big drivers is is obviously referrals and, and, and word of mouth. Um, we don't spend a ton of money right now on advertising, uh, and that's on purpose, um, mainly because we've really... Um, been focused on on keeping those other th those other two bucket buckets filled, and also really driving our our referral base. So yeah, just creating systems for referrals is, is especially for like our type of business that really focuses on results and is really community driven. Re uh, referrals are become a a huge part of business. Yeah, it becomes a staple, right? When your fulfillment is strong, I think that's just a, a thanks to your fulfillment, right? It's inevitable. Yeah, and absolutely. So you know, I, I'm always kind of curious to see this, right? Because you said you're at around that 160 mark mm -hmm. um, with your members. I mean, John, how do you how do you manage those those numbers, those metrics, right? Of of, of lifetime value, you know, mm -hmm. how long they've been with you, when they're looking to leave, if they just joined, how do you manage that? Yeah, and I think um, again, it's 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 definitely has to be like the focus, right? And that's where you know, always driving just new memberships can be a little bit challenging. Uh, and I think, again, that's like always the default for um, for gym owners is, is how do I get more new members? Uh, and, that, and that can be challenging because, you know, you can't be so focused on getting new members, you forget about the, servicing the members you have, right? And I, th I think that's a, a big challenge is a lot of, uh, uh, and, and that's been a challenge for me in the past too, is, you know, hey, you go to this big membership drive and Maybe you're adding new members, and then hey, you find out that your re retention falls, right? So for every for every new member you're you're adding, you're losing one or two members, and and that's a, a net negative gain, right? So one of the big issues is is yeah, creating systems to service the members and making sure they're they're happy. And so you know we've really focused over the last uh, year and a half on on member retention, lifetime uh, lifetime client value. That's that's really huge, um, and and it's really about um, for us, uh, continuing to build value in their membership, right? I think when when clients sign up, they're they're signing up with this mindset of, you know, I want to work with a trainer and I want to get results, and and that's great. And so, yeah, I mean, you want to have like a, a really good um, uh, program that they're being serviced on. You want to make sure that they're getting results, but believe it or not, those two things alone aren't going to help retain clients. Is at least that's what we found. You know, it's really about continuously building value for the clients. Um, you know, you want to make sure that they feel part of a community. I mean, that's huge. That's a huge part of, you know, keeping clients engaged is uh, making them feel like um, this is that third space, right? So, you know, they've got their home, they've got their work, and then that third space for them becomes, uh, you know, yeah. the, the fitness place, you know, it's it's their gym, right? You know, it's it's the the, the people that they work with and the community that they go to. And so really, re really creating the, 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 our studio as that third pay space, 
where they just feel part of something bigger than themselves is, is huge for retention. That's awesome. I, I love that that analogy. That are the three three places. That, that's awesome. And it's such a good point. Uh, it's such a great perspective for the viewers here, John. And uh, I'm going to ask a little bit of a longer winded question here, but a good question in itself. And if you need me to repeat anything or, or yeah. you know, go over it again, by all means, just let me know. But um, uh, basically what we've been discussing this entire podcast and what we use pretty predominantly are going to be things that you've alluded to already, the three pillars of business, which is going to be your lead gen, which is obviously just getting people through the door, mm-hmm. your acquisition, which is your sales, right? And then you have your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. Mm-hmm. So John, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? That's a, that's a great question. So, um, you know, uh, for, for us personally right now, it's our, our, our main focus is um, really getting our clients to actually spend more money. Right. So, and I, I don't want to, I mean, that sounds, that sounds super, um, number-based because <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm imagining like our clients, you know, listening to, to this podcast and I'm like, Hey, John's number one goal is to get me to spend more money. Um, and, and, and that's, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but what I'm, I'm really saying is that, you know, you know, getting our clients to really value their membership more is key right now. So more than client acquisition. Um, but that does go along with retention, right? So, so I guess if I had really had to, to, to stick it to one retention would be key and our number one goal with the view towards overall value of that retention, right? So, you know, a client that is is more engaged with their program and really views it as a priority and an essential service in their life is a client that's going to invest more in their program, right? So, uh, you know, that's what I'm, I'm really trying to get at is, you know, a client spending more money um, is not necessarily my goal. A, a client that is is really more involved in their program is my goal, um, you know, to really view their program as an essential service um, to make sure that they're investing um, in their, their fitness as one of the highest priorities um, is really, really my goal. And I think when you're achieving that, or when we're achieving that, we're really, um, having clients that, that are, are staying and sticking in the program for long periods of time. Yeah, no, that, that's a hundred percent true. I think that's, that's a major emphasis. Then I think there's nothing wrong with being a one-stop shopper or being a priority for your clients and that, as it should be. Right. So it's nothing wrong with things, spend more money there. It's just to see more value in what you do. Yeah. Providing a lot of service. yeah. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, the, like you said, uh, it's, it's really that mindset of, Hey, my fitness facility is one, my one-stop shop. Right. And, and that's, that's key because, you know, a client that is, is going to, or a member that's really, you know, investing heavily in their fitness. It's not like, you know, it's not like that money's coming from nowhere. Typically, you know, a client that's investing heavily in their fitness, they're, what we find is they're, not spending as much money per month and stuff that isn't good for them and it doesn't make them feel good, right? So, um, you know, they're, they're taking money from maybe their fast food budget or maybe their Starbucks budget, right? And they're investing it in, you know, healthy options like a smoothie or they're investing in, in, in more more service, more sessions per month. And so it's, it, it's a mindset that we're really trying to, to drive with our, our members is, you know, to really make their own health um, you know, their own fitness, their own well-being as one of the top investments that they make each month, 
right? And that's that's where you have a client that has the right mindset. And that's where you have a client that's obviously going to get better results and obviously going to stay with, with us for, for a longer period of time. Yeah, that's 100% true. That's 100% true. And so last two questions for you here, John. Uh, my, my two favorite questions, um, you know, what's the bigger picture for you? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? Oh gosh. So like, what's my mission statement? Um, yeah. You know, I, I think there's a couple that I have. I mean, from a, from a business perspective, I mean, you know, I, I try to get out of the mindset of, you know, uh, making, you know, more and more money. Right. So just like, cause I think that's just like a, uh, that's like a carrot, a never ending carrot that you're chasing. Right. Um, you know, cause when I was a, a younger business owner, you know, my mindset was always focused on like dollars per month or dollars revenue. And, you know, as I've really kind of clarified my, my mission, it really becomes, um, different. Like it's like the, the income, the, the dollars is, is not so much my focus and my goal, um, as much as it is like, my overall mission statement and and my mission for for fitness um especially for like a community based you know personal training studio like we are is really creating safe spaces for community right and so you know when when we think about that you know I talked about that third third place right that people have um you know it's like people are really looking for a healthy safe space for themselves and that's that becomes my my mission is to really facilitate that you know facilitate a, a safe space for people to come they feel good about themselves it's it's a way to 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 relieve stress it's a way to really focus on their overall health and wellness and then really having that as a center for the community you know um and that's where i feel like i'm the most fulfilled is where I'm really having a big impact on a small community. You know, my, my, my personal mission isn't to have like, you know, a, a huge, huge net of influence that, that reaches a lot of people, but doesn't really singly, singularly impact any single person. Um, I think my goal and with, with this business and this facility and what I'm doing right now is to have, you know, really big impact on, you know, a few people's lives. And I think that's, that's really what I, I want to do. And that's kind of, my mission for this place is, you know, how can I have a, a bigger impact, a, a, a bigger influence in a positive way on our, you know, small community here at Get Cut Fitness? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think, honestly, I think the the transition of from where you started to where you're now and the transparency there and how you're from dollar signs to your priorities now, I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing that. You know, it's funny. It's, 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 it's a hard journey to get to, you know, it's, I think, um, yeah. It's it's so funny because I, I look back at, at some of my my goals, you know, as a younger business owner, and they were all they're all met, you know, numbers based and metrics based. And and now they're more like, hey, you know, how 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 engaged with our 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 how engaged are our community with us, you know, how how many, you know, how often do they come to us, you know, per per month? How many visits per month are they coming? How 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 what type of results are we getting? What type of, you know, success stories and testimonials are we getting from, from our members? And, um, you know, what type of referrals are we getting? Those are, I think at this point, a better metrics of, you know, how, how well our community is actually engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, I, I agree a hundred percent. And, and, and one last question for you here, John, is my favorite question, which is simply what would, what advice would you give to a new gym owner now? 
Um, yeah, that's a good one too. Like if I was going to do this all over again, right? So if I was uh, starting over, because, you know, it's so funny, the journey has been so many ups and downs and like lots of highs and lots of lows. But, you know, if I had to do this all over again, um, you know, I would really like coach myself, the younger version of myself to really clarify what, what my personal mission statement is, right? Um, you know, not so much from a business standpoint, but you know, what, what is my personal goal with the business? And, you know, I think for me, um, you know, personal mission statement of really creating safe spaces for our community, I think that would have helped me make better decisions um, as a young business owner. Uh, you know, kind of help help guide me through like specific decisions I'd have to make. You know, should I go this way or should I go that way? Um, which fork in the road should I take? Um, and you know, if you can have your personal mission statement really define that decision, I think that's key. And so I think it really starts with you know any young business owner, any young fitness business owner, really sitting down and actually you know writing out what their mission statement is. You know, what is your personal overall what are some of your personal goals? What are your what is your your personal mission, and how can this this fitness business that you're about to start on, or that you've you've recently opened, how can that fitness business facilitate that personal mission statement? I think that becomes a, a really really important coaching point, so that you know you're making the decisions that are ultimately going to fulfill you personally as a business owner. I think that that's huge, uh, um, and you know that's a piece of advice I wish I would have had early on. And I think it's a, a good piece of advice to give any young business owner. There we go, John. A mic drop of an answer. Good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out, John, you know, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Yeah. So uh Instagram is at get cut fitness. Um Facebook is uh get cut camarillo and um our website is getcutfitness.com. All good ways to kind of take a sneak peek at our, our business model, look at what we do, and uh, great places to ask questions as well. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for one more second, John, just to let you know how you're going to get the podcast, I'd appreciate it. Just going to sign everybody else out over here, okay? Okay. And, uh, and to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Preston and Ashley from Miramar Beach Strength and Conditioning out of Miramar Beach, Florida. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you today? 
Hey, thanks for having us. Great. Doing great. Thanks. I'm excited to have you guys here and to learn more about what you guys have got going on over there. But really, before we dive into the nitty gritty of the business, which is what we're here to talk about today, give me a brief backstory. Like, what was it that led to you guys opening up this fitness facility? Um, well, we have, we both love CrossFit. That's obviously the reason I think most people end up in um, owning a, a CrossFit affiliate, but um, we had actually met in a CrossFit gym, um, both loved it, just kind of like it was a huge part of our lives. And from pretty much the day we met, we had said that we wanted to own a gym together and um we don't I don't really know if we both believed that would ever happen but it was our dream and um that was that was a huge thing for us that we talked about a lot just kind of we just dreamed about it and daydreamed about it and um and last year it actually just kind of fell into our laps an opportunity and we were like all right well we can either you know take this dream put our money where our mouth is and run with it or, you know, we can pass it up and, and kind of hope maybe it went around one day and we just decided it was the right time, it was the right spot, we felt good about it, and we just, we did it, and it's been awesome so far, we love it. That's great. So you said, how long yeah, have you I think it ties into one of those. I'm sorry, I think that we're lagging a little bit here, had a little bit of, uh, like, a uh, little, we cut each other off, but... How long were you guys in business? Like, when did you guys open? We so we took over in uh, December of 2021. One. So, so we're about nine months owned. Okay. And Preston, what was it that you were going to share there? Uh, that is a great question. I'm trying to think back. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. we'll come back to you. Um, okay. So kind of give us your yeah. elevator pitch of the gym itself. You know, this is a dream that you guys had. You've had it for a while, you know, this dream in your head. But give us the elevator pitch of Miramar Beach strength and conditioning as things kind of currently stand so that our listener really understands your business model. Well, that's me. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it, we, we essentially wanted to create a environment and a gym that we ourselves would want to be a part of, if that makes sense. So, you know, one of the, one of the biggest things that we had from one of our mentors when we even presented this idea of like, Hey, we have this, you know, very rare opportunity to take over an existing gym and kind of improve upon it and put our own spin on it. And that was, you know, the environment that is within that gym and this, and frankly, the success in that gym comes from uh, the environment that you tolerate and what you create. So we've kind of taken that to heart and we've made a very valid effort to, uh, to just make it an atmosphere where people feel welcome, they feel supported. You know, we, you know, we don't allow them to slack off and get away with too much, you know, because they're in there for a reason. So we hold them accountable. And if they don't show up for a couple of days, we ask them, hey, where have you been? And just things of that nature. Um, as far as like the business model goes, it's it's a pretty standard um, black and white, you know, CrossFit-esque uh, business model. Nothing special, nothing new. We're, we're still relatively new in the infant stages, you know, in comparison to someone who's 
been an affiliate or owned a gym for seven, eight, nine years, or even three or four years, you, you know, that one year mark is just a huge uh, milestone, in my opinion, to really have that be your year of mistakes, um, because they are going to happen. And, and, you know, I've always been a big fan of the, uh, the model failure way to success. And we're, we're definitely tripping along a little, a little here and there. But outside of that, we're, uh, we're doing everything in strides and, and taking the advice of others and, you know, listening to podcasts such as yourself and, you know, just uh, trying different things to see what works with our community. Definitely. So kind of chat to me about, um, you know, the membership base right now. Like how, what's the square footage of the space to start things off? Paint a picture of the size for us. So, so it's about the, the actual gym floor is 2000 square feet. And then we have a closed, closed in office area where we have, you know, some merchandise, uh, supplementation, and then have like a little uh, daycare-esque area where parents can drop off their kids. Um, well, we don't have child care, but we have like a lounge area that yeah. some of the older kids can hang out and. Nice. That's good that you, you kind of have that and, you know, a little area where you guys can store your merch and, and whatnot. So how many members do you have within the facility right now? You know, you've been in business about nine months. How many people are members? We're pretty close to 60 at this point. Okay. So 60 members now, is that a place, Ashley Preston, where you guys feel pretty good or are you looking to grow in terms of adding more members and growing the community of Miramar Beach strength and conditioning. We're definitely looking to grow. Um, and we have grown a lot in, in nine months. I mean, we kind of set a goal for ourselves when we took over, of, um, you know, what we wanted to hit each month and we've surpassed that every month. So we feel really good about where we are um, in this, in the stage that we're at, but we are, we're definitely trying to grow. Um, we want to share with as many people as we can. Um, so always looking to grow. Yeah, definitely. So kind of walk me through that growth process. What are some of the things that you guys are doing to kind of get in front of your community and, and aid that process in finding new members? Um, well, we are... I think the biggest thing that I have picked up from the gyms I've been a part of in the past is um, that the community is everything. And people, community events um, have been huge with success in gyms that I've been a part of. And so that's a big thing for us is making sure that we do things together as a community and, and people see that from the outside and um, they want to be a part of it. Like I, I have found that um, a especially around here, it's we have a lot of people who are moving to the area, a lot of new people. And what I have seen a lot is people are looking for connection. And so that's huge for us, just really making sure that we have good people in our, in our gym. And I think people want to be a part of that. So just really honing in on making sure that our community is um, a positive one and letting that trickle out into the, the area and hoping that people kind of see it. But um, we have just kind of organically grown. That's sort of been our thing so far. We haven't done a ton, you know, we are new. So 
and we have a lot of things on our plate that we're kind of working on. Um, so we haven't done a ton to really reach out, but thankfully we have great people and they have really put the word out for us. So yeah, definitely. It's good to have like, um, this kind of word of mouth going on. Like you guys are getting out into the community, doing these events, getting in front of people's faces and word of mouth is good because it's free. All we have to do is like have a pretty cool service and awesome people. And naturally our members are going to talk. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to tell their kids, teachers, they're going to tell their barber and like, we're going to grow and it's inevitable. But when we look at kind of like scalability there and we're trying to predict our growth and like make projections, it's hard with word of mouth and organic growth because we don't really know like when it's going to happen, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But if this is our, you know, full-time gig for the business, it's nice to kind of be able to predict things. Um, something that I've seen and from my personal experience with at my CrossFit facility and, you know, talking to gym owners is like, people are really leaning heavily toward social media to reach people in their community that might not already be involved. Have you guys led into the social media side of things? Do you have a presence there? What does it look like? The first day that we took over, I kind of had a vision of what I wanted to do with our social media. And I feel like I've, I have, I'm proud of, of where we have come with it. It has a long way to go. Um, but I, I just, what I kind of do on our social media is really just try to uplift our members. Um, I like to post <laughs> photos of our members in so that people can kind of see the the broad spectrum of different ages and different levels of athletes that we have in there. And I think that that's huge in reaching people. Um, so. Yeah. So as, as far as like the presence goes on social media, like people will um, undoubtedly everyone's favorite topic is themselves. Right. So every time we post, they repost, or if we do like a group photo, then, and then that social media kind of monster just takes over, you know, seven, uh, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who's in the area is like wow you know this they look great they're always talking about it and you know like how you know it kind of goes along with that joke how somebody does crossfit because they'll tell you and then uh things of that nature so uh, as far as like the social media stuff goes we'll we'll find like local businesses and you know chat with them and it'll be kind of like a you support us we support you type thing and, and it just kind of gets the word out there um within the community you know local businesses supporting local businesses and uh just just small stuff like that and it's, it's just when people speak we want them to be proud of the facility and what we do here and how much we care and and we want them to not be hesitant or afraid to tell people where they go or what they do we we want them to be you know just proud of the effort and that's all we can ask at the end of the day after every session you know if you put in the effort it doesn't matter what the result came out to it's it's just you know if you feel good about it yeah definitely i'm glad to hear that you guys are kind of like um you know ashley you shared that you're showing a lot of your members and all the different types of members that you have in the facility and i think that that does make a difference because in today's day and age like people don't just google a gym before going to a gym they don't just google a restaurant like they google it and then they check out the instagram page and they check out the facebook page and they're like 
trying to picture themselves there. Like, do I fit into this facility? And so by sharing your members, like your real true life members, not just the elite athlete who is doing handstand pushups and walking around the gym on their hands, but like the normal, like everyday mom who's working out in your classes, um, people who have seen insane results, like showing these things, it helps the everyday person kind of find their place in your facility. Um, now with the social... I'm sorry, what was that? I thought you said something. Um, with the social media side of things, <clears throat> we, again, what you're doing right now with the organic, it's generating that word of mouth. So we're spreading. If we post something and we tag our members, they're going to share it. Their friends are going to see it. And then it, it's kind of like a chain, an ongoing chain. Um, when it go, when it comes out to like reaching people in our community who might not already know somebody or might not already have a connection to the facility, what are you guys actively doing to find that person? Because sometimes those are the people that need us the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, and that's something that we're, we're slowly getting into, you know, the, the biggest thing that we wanted to do was show value to the current members with, that were there when we took over and to right. really just pour everything we had into them and to show them that yes, we're new and yes, we're, you know, doing things a little bit differently, but we are here for a reason and we're here to uh, give you the value of what you're looking for, if not more. Um, so that, that was kind of like the phase one of the thing was, was to, you know, renovate a little bit, put our spin on things, introduce ourselves, show value to the members and show them that we're legitimately caring what they do. Um, their question, I always tell them, you know, inside the gym, outside the gym, just message me, email me. And I'll, if I don't know the answer, I'll find it for you and send it to you. Um, we have, you know, one of our coaches is a nutritionist. So we have that as well to, as a service and, uh, just things of that nature. Um, but yeah, that's like the next step would be to go that one step further to find people that may not even know this is a thing, never heard of it, maybe want to try it. And, uh, but so far it's just been people who kind of Google the gym in their area, what's closest to their house and um, just, just really keeping it organic. But we're, we will eventually start venturing into that. Yeah, no, yeah. Sure. I think that's the, that's a good focus right now right? Taking care of your members and providing them the most value so that they're continuous, continuously talking and telling their friends and we're growing like organically. I think that's a really good place to start. And I'm excited to hear that like you realize that like down the road, there's other opportunities there to kind of grow things. We can't just focus on the members because there's comes a certain point where they've told all their friends and we can't really grow anymore. Um, my next question to you guys here would be, what would you consider to be the biggest bottleneck or challenge when it comes to, you know, running the business and what are you guys actively kind of doing to work on overcoming that? You go. No, you go. Good. Um, okay. So I think, I think our biggest challenge today is just then, um, balance you know we we took over this gym and we have like we a we love being in the gym we love crossfit we love working out we want to be there all day um anyways and then now it's our business 
And so it's like our hobby and our business. And so we have just, we're, we're trying to find balance between like the two of those things. And also like, when do we turn that off? Um, like when do we turn off the business side of it? Because it's kind of like all we, it's really all we talk about. It sounds like, and I remember listening to a podcast before we even took over and then it was a couple and they talked about um, the same thing. And they talked about how they had to set a rule of like, okay, we don't, we don't really talk about this after a certain amount or a certain time in the household because it just became all consuming. Um, we wanted to be successful, not only for us, but for all of our, our community that we've built too. So just finding the balance of like when to turn it off. I think has been one of my biggest challenges so far. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a uh, understatement. It's easier said than done just to turn it off and to have that, that discipline to separate, okay, you know, we can hold this off until tomorrow to talk about it or, or deal with this, you know, thing going on in the gym. And then now we have a newborn. So we're, we're spending quality time with him and that's less time in the gym and less, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you can't get a workout in and that's like your only saving grace throughout the day sometimes. And then, so you have to do it between nap times and then you have to make that decisive decision. Do I nap when he naps or do I go get a 20 minute workout in? And it's, and then it just, it just inevitably it has to come down to that where we need to, yes, the gym is incredibly important, but family has to be the number one priority in this thing. Um, and then, you know, not, that's a huge thing for us and ensuring that we are present uh, for each other as well as our son and um outside of that any extra time that we have as long as within, within our you know rule of certain time of day we don't talk about it then we you know we handle business so yeah. pretty much how it is and then the, so the biggest thing to overcome that would just be efficiency you know whether we have to wake up 20, 30 minutes earlier to knock out emails ahead of time or delegate, outsource it. Um, as long as we can, you know, are able to financially support it. Uh, we, we are leaning more towards outsourcing and, and depending a little bit more on coaches that are, that want that extra responsibility. And that's where, that's where we're kind of making that shift now to where coaches are more full-time taking on additional responsibilities so that we can have a little bit less on our plate inside the gym so that we can focus more time on, on the business side, on the gym growth. Yeah. That's a really good point there. Um, focusing less on the day to day and more on the growth of the business. And I like to say like less in the business and more on the business. Um, and it is hard when you first start out a gym like this, figuring out what systems can I put in place? so that the gym is still operating and we're not missing out on anything, but I'm at home and spending some time with my family. I have a four-year-old, so I understand like you have a newborn, you have to spend so much time with your baby and each other. Like it's the, the very beginning stages of their life. You don't want to miss out on anything, but the business thing can be so consuming and you can get so caught up in the day-to-day and that you realize, oh, well, we haven't had any family time this week. And nobody wants that. Um, that yeah. takes precedence. So it's like 
what kind of systems can we focus on creating for the gym? What kind of help can we get in place so that, you know, we have a good staff behind us that's there to support us and maybe we create some opportunities for them along the way. Um, so the gym is still growing, but we're not spending as much time in it. Um, my question to you here would be, you know, if I were to hand you a magic wand, all your dreams and goals for your business had come true. There's kind of no limitations, you know, money isn't holding you back. Time isn't holding you back. What would that picture look like? What are some of the things that you guys would want to see happen? Did you hear me there? I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There's, uh, <laughs> our son is, is like walking around. So we're trying to do this all. He's, uh, half naked through the house but um yeah if we if we could have something happen with a magic wand money wasn't an option i mean i feel like to to provide the best quality that people could look for um in this sense of coaching um i think that's a huge thing you can have a multi-million dollar facility and the best equipment best like you name it um but if there's no coaches or the coaches are lacking and the sense of community is lacking, people probably won't stay for very long. Um, and it just creates, mm -hmm. um, individuals. And that's what we're trying to avoid. So do you have anything to add? No, I think you're, I, I completely agree. I feel like if we were had a magic wand, we would probably, and money wasn't an option. I mean, there's definitely things that we would probably buy for our facility. We'd probably make our facility the most beautiful one we could, um, all of the things. But I think the biggest thing, like you can have really great equipment. So I think what I would probably do is really just everything I could for our coaches who care and who have been there to support us. Um, to really get make that make this worth it for them because they are the people they are the faces that people come and see like we are providing coding we're we're really selling coaching and so if we don't have people who care and or we people we have people who care but they can't afford to be there because they they don't have the time you know for whatever reason then what do we have no, that's a really good point. So really focusing on the continuous like development of your team, of your members and being able to continue to pour into them. Of course, you know, if we had a magic wand, we would have all the fancy rogue equipment. Our gym would be beautiful, <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's something that's like, not, it's not unrealistic down the road. Like you can get yeah. your gym up and running and then like continue to make investments on all like the next pieces of equipment over yeah. time. Um, but I'm excited to see you guys kind of be able to expand upon things. So I think that you're in the very early stages right now and like you haven't even hit your year mark yet. So big things are coming. What is the Instagram page? Where can our listeners go to kind of find out more about you guys online? Yeah, so uh, Facebook, Instagram, just at Myanmar Beach Strength, and you'll uh, you'll know when you see it. <laughs> Easy enough. Yeah. To and website website is uh, Myanmar Beach Strength Conditioning. Easy enough. Perfect. Well, thank mm -hmm. you guys for being here and for sharing 
your story with us listeners. We thank you for tuning in. Don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like, and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. We'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Jackie Bailey with Avatar Training Fitness out of Houston, Texas. What's going on, Jackie? How are you? What's up? What's up? I'm good. I'm great. How are you? I'm great as well. I appreciate you being here. We're excited to have you on. And I think we're about ready to dive in to the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Avatar Training Fitness. But first, we want to give you the floor here and give you an opportunity to give the viewers a little perspective, right? So in your own words, Jackie, how would you describe Avatar Training Fitness and what you guys do? Um, so Avatar Training Fitness, I would say um, the biggest difference is really customizing um, an original and a unique uh, plan for the individual because everyone is different. No one's the same. Um, And even though you have categories, I still take the time to customize programs uh, on a more of a holistic side. So um, working with uh, more on the sports medicine side, whether whether it's... um, arthritis or I have a client that has MS and uh, the youth is a big thing with me. Um, But again, just coming up with an overall uh, package program for someone that can come in and get results. So my, my thing is uh, real, real goals, real results. That's what I I love that. Yeah. And I think that's super important, right? Cause I think people only stick to what's realistic and Mm -hmm. right. Sustainable. Um, so I, I love the emphasis there. And so, um, let me ask you this. Let's start with the bare bones basics here, Jackie, you know, how many members are you serving currently? Uh, well, I definitely have to include the youth so we could start there. Um, I have over 20 kids enrolled there, about a handful of personal clients along with, uh, training individuals, uh, youth individually as well. Um, Give or take maybe 35, 40. Um, okay. Yeah. Collect- <laughs> Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. And I, and so now for you, Jackie, I mean, what's been the best method of getting new people through the door? 
I would say um, word of mouth. Uh, uh, I don't want to sound like a marketer, but like direct sales, like direct. Um, putting something in someone's hand, talking to someone, whether it's an event, exposure, you're at, being active, um, but being right there, like everywhere, really. So yeah. I do try to put myself in different uh, places, different um, areas, sceneries, and, and I network. I network my butt off. Yeah, that's super important. I think that's super important. And uh, now let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things are unlimited here. I mean, hypothetically speaking, of course, I mean, how much, how much higher can you go from where you're at now? I'm in uh, multiple locations. My next, uh, my goal is uh, to be able to duplicate uh, it's the same size location in California. My best friend is in California, um, but wow. that will be one of my next home. Um, yeah, there. a little bit of a move, but I think it'd be a smart one. I think it'd be a good one. You know, fitness is very prominent over there as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so now going to ask a little bit of a longer question here, but a good question in itself, right? So for you, I mean, where do you feel like, all right, well, there's three pillars of, of business we use most prominently in, in, in the fitness and gym industry. And that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, getting people through the door. Right. And then you have your acquisition, which is your sales, which is getting somebody from an interested client to a paying client. And then we have our retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Jackie, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Hmm. What was the second one? Sales, basically acquisition, we call it. Hmm. Hmm. I would say maybe the sales, maybe the sales. Okay. Yeah. I think there's no right or wrong answer. I think obviously it's like you, I think you as, as a business owner would know better than anybody, right? Like yeah. where you could improve. And I, I appreciate I the honesty so. regardless. Yeah. I, Numbers I, are very important. Yeah. I mean, you're a fitness professional, not a sales professional, right? We can't expect you to, be the, the best at sales regardless. And um, so now last two questions for you here, Jackie, my two favorite questions, you know, um, what's the bigger picture for you? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? Long-term is um, I want to be able to reach out to as many people as possible um, as well as duplicate everything that I'm doing. So again, it's kind of like going with the different locations, getting people to uh, training, basically sharing the formula, duplicating the formula that worked for me and sharing with others. That way they can keep it going and help. they help more people. I'm only one person to be able to just help so many people while I'm here. I love that. And I wanted I to be able to do it where I'm also don't have to be right there, which is internet virtual online. online yeah i think that's big right getting a you know less time invested but more money in return i think that's the biggest thing that we like, i think Absolutely. <laughs> and so you know one last question here you know jackie if you can go back in time to when you first started the gym sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started what would that advice be for you um to 
do the back end first. Um, and, and when I say that, um, resources are very powerful. Um, but doing the back end, making sure you have all your T's crossed and I's dotted when it comes to the paperwork. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize the responsibility that comes with the business and keeping up with it and doing everything else. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say to do your, your research or homework on the back end. It's not always just about the, the numbers and the, the storefront and the face of it. You got the back end reports. <laughs> so. That's yeah. what I was. Yeah, that's that's a heck of an answer, and I think it, it's super true. I think a lot of gym owners forget about that part, right? You start because you're passionate about something, but it also comes with another burden as well, which is the business side of things. But it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode, Jackie. But before we sign out, I mean, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you may have. Yes. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Oh man, just think Avatar. <laughs> no, um, the my Instagram is uh, HTX, which is Houston, Texas. So HTX Avatar Fit Twenty One, um, and then my website is Avatar Training Fitness. You can find everything there from the program. So even online training, I do do online training, um, and that's it. Facebook, same thing. HTX uh, Avatar Fit. And give me a shout. If you're here locally in Houston, we do free consultations. Um, you get a feel of me, I get a feel of you, and we go from there. There we go. There That's we go. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast, Jackie, and I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish absolutely. down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two seconds, just so I can let you know how you can get the podcast, I would appreciate it. Just going to okay. sign everybody else out over here, okay? Okay, thank you. Awesome. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us to talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.